Rabbi Saya, good morning. A good Erev Shvuas, Erev Shvuas Tavshin Pei Gimel. And this Yantif, we've been counting down or counting towards, has been with us for the last 49, uh, the counting has been for the last 49 days. I just felt very much last night when we made the final that we're able to accomplish and be able to say the bracha and to count the sphere and now we're holding on the day before Shavuos Matan Torah tonight we're all familiar with it and it's it's hard to believe that is a tremendous simcha tonight for us and all of Kla Yisrael and uh, we received the Torah at Har Sinai I saw that it's brought down that this is the 3,335th year, 3,335 years ago. We received the Torah at Har Sinai. Amazing, amazing, amazing. Klai Yisrael has this great matana that was given specifically for us. And we accepted it, and we continue to accept it, and we should... Uh, we should be in. We should be enthralled. We should be joyous that we we have this great, great matana. <clears throat> I I want to share with you some thoughts <clears throat> and some stories, and it's going to be a little bit shorter than the usual, as um, as you can hear in my voice. I'm a little bit under the weather, and I w- want to be able to get out this podcast. So please excuse me if it's going to be a little bit more briefer than usual. This morning I heard a vart on the um, the nigan, the, the zayar, which has become very, very popular in different nuschayas of what the nigan is. But the lashon of the is, Kad Yasven Yisrael Vaskin, Besimcha Satayra, when Kla Yisrael was sitting at night in the Bing Isaac in the Simcha Satayra, Kuchubricho Aymer Lepamaya Delay, the Rabbanisham says to his hosts, all of the angels, Chazu, Chazu, Banai, Chavivai, Look at my precious children. They forget their own sorrows. And they're Isaac in my chedva. The word chedva is not an easy word to translate, but we'll just say that it's some language of simcha, some language of joyous simcha. My chedva. And I saw someone brought down that, why don't you use this lesson of bechedva sedli? We know the different languages of simcha. There's Gila, Rina, Ditsa, and then there's Chedva. And we could have used the term Simcha. Why do we use Chedva Sadali? So the Lushan Chedva, someone said that it has to do with the Lushan of what we find by Yisra, Vayichad Yisra. And Rashi points out that one of the Pshatim of Vayichad Yisra is that his body became Chidudin, Chidudin, because of the sorrow that he had, that he felt. And even though he was a, he had been Megayer, but there still was this Chidudin. Chidudin is when there's some sort of painful experience which brings to joy. And this is really a great lesson that HaKadosh Baruch is looking at Klaizel, that Klaizel is forgetting about their Tzaris and they're being Isaac in the Chedvasa. The Chedvasa is our toiling, our struggle the struggle to be able to reach the top of the mountain. When a person climbs Mount Everest and he gets to the top, he takes a look and he says, look what kind of accomplishment that I have. And in a spiritual sense, 
we realize the amelus of Torah, the tremendous amount of work and dedication that goes into accomplishing to become an accomplished person in Torah, each person on his level, the greatest Talmud Chachamim I saw brought down, Maisa Rebruven Bengis, Reb Shlemizalman Orbach once asked him that uh, he, he had a Shiloh and the, they were speaking and learning about a, a line in the Ksai Sachashin and, um, and Reb Shlemizalman said it in a certain way and Reb Bengis said it in a different way and then Reb Shlemizalman went back and he researched it and he saw that Revuing Bengus, who was one of the great Talmudim of Elijah, he said it correctly. So he went back and he said, Rabbeinu, Yelamdeinu, Rabbeinu, I'm Mamash being Isaac in this sugya. You know, I'm talking about Rabbi Shalman Arbach. He was a lot younger than Rabbeinu at the time. So how is it possible that, you know, the Rebbe remembered a lot better than I did? So he says, because I learned the Ksaisachashin 400 times. Can you imagine the Sefer Ksaisachashin, one of the great, great commentaries on the Shulchan Aruch? But he learned it 400 times. Not once, not twice, but 400 times. And therefore, it literally, it saturated into his, into his being. They brought down that Reuven Benga said, why was it that in Volazhin, people steigd there more than other generations? Because the Seder used to be, besides the morning Seder, they would learn from 5 o'clock in the afternoon until 2 o'clock in the morning without a break. For nine hours straight, they would sit and learn. They would toil in Torah. When, we, when the Rabbanishim sees Klai Yisrael, the, not only the night of Shavuos, but for sure the night of Shavuos gives us the, 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 the clarion call that this is what a person should do, that a person should be Isaac and Torah, and should realize that the Torah is Chedva. The Torah is something which the joy emanates from a deep, deep uh, appreciation for the holiness of the Torah and the dedication of the Amelis of the Torah. And when we recognize that that's really what we're trying to reclaim every single year when it comes to is to be macabre the Torah in such a way that under all circumstances, we should be zaycha to be able to learn the Torah and to keep the Torah under all situations. I saw a maise that a yid went to be a member of his family in the hospital, and there was an elderly man who was there who was literally... It, it was looked like he was just not, you know, his mental faculties just not working. He was mumbling and he was uh, dribbling his mouth, and it looked like he really didn't have any seichel at that point. And it seems it's a person that in his when he, when he, before this time he had been a, a pretty well known Talmud Chacham, but unfortunately that was the situation. He was in this uh, hospice, whatever it was. And this person wanted to give him a dude, so he went over and he like t- tapped him on the back and he said, Was macht the yid? He started speaking to him. And then he decided, he turned to the yid and he says, Ich learned the sugya from Takfakayin. I'm learning the sugya of Takfakayin, the famous sugya in Mesech the Baba Metziah, which is learned in the yeshivas on the Avav, Ahmed Beis and Baba Metziah, when the Kayin grabs. And, and this is a big sugya with a lot of lumbas. And all of a sudden, this yid, this elderly yid, his eyes lit up, and all of a sudden, he started saying words with seichel. And he says, "Ani yeshli machberet. I have a machberet. I have a notebook which I wrote the sugi of Takfakain." And he was all excited. He couldn't speak more than that, but there was this joy. There was the, through the, the 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 fog of his 
brain not being able to be used for the Torah. But when he heard the word Takfakayan, all of a sudden his eyes lit up. And this reminded me of two other stories. My Rebbe, Reb Chaim Shmulevitz, I remember going to the hospital on the first night of Hanukkah, which was the last Hanukkah that he kept. And I was there together with the Rosh Hashiva son, Reb Rafal Shmulevitz, Echotzadik Levracha. Myself and my good friend, Rabbi Yaakov Chanach Bedil Shlita, great Tamat Chacham, we came in together, wanted to be Mavaka Chalud, the Rosh Hashiva. And at that point, Rav Chaim was not speaking at all. Literally, he was laying dormant and he had not said anything. And Rabbi Rafal said to Rabbi Yaakov Chanach, he said, Say something, maybe you'll, 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 you'll wake him up. So he said, Rabbi, Mitzin in the Lichtaint. Rabbi, we're lighting the candles tonight. And all of a sudden, from the deep recesses of Reb Chaim's voice, he said, Shabbos, Chav Beis. All of a sudden, he said out of his mouth, Shabbos, Chav Beis. Literally, there was a reaction. You're speaking about Hatlokas Neiris of Hanukkah? Where's the sugi of Reb Chaim? At that point, he was able to say out those words, Shabbos, Chav Beis. And some people said that was those were the last words that he actually said, Shabbos, Chav Beis, Rabbi. So that's what re- remained on the lips of a person that was holding by his last his last days before he passed away. And in a similar fashion, my late father, Oliver Sholem, when he was sick in the hospital in the last period of his life, and a great Talmud friend of his, a Talmud Chacham, Reb Nachman Kleinschlitter, came to be Mevaka and he saw that my father really was not in a good place. And he said, Reb Abi Yaakov, Zog Ibr say over the shir from Abu My father had heard a shir from Abu Wasserman maybe 40, 50 years before that, and he retained it. And immediately my father started saying over that tremendous year that he heard from Rebbe Chanan, which Rev Ruderman Zetzal used to ask my father to say it over. My father had chazard that year, and it became an integral part of his being. And later on in life, he was able to recount it, and it gave him chizuk. It gave him, all of a sudden he started becoming alive. Because the Torah is, I saw that today, and this is, I think, the lesson that when we get, we're, get, we're holding Erev Shavuos and we're going to be sitting tonight and learning together with so many Yidin. I saw an unbelievable statistic that here in Eretz Yisrael, over two million Yidin are going to participate in what's called Leal Tikkun Shavuos. And it's not only the B'nai Torah, and it's not only the Charedim, it's not only the Atilumi, but today there's a real outpouring of people that recognize the Torah has what to offer. Over 2 million Yidin are going to participate in the Limud HaTorah of this Laila. Rabbi Daiv Landau, the great Rashid of Slabotka, said over this week that we say in the Avarabah, V'dabik libeinu b'mitzvah secha. We're speaking about the great love that we have and v'hore neinu b'mitzvah We say v'dabik libeinu b'mitzvah secha. But he brings down that Avudram says, there's a girsa, v'dabik libeinu b'mitzvah secha. There should be a dibuk of the lave to the Torah. And Reb Daif said that for sure we have to have both. We have to have the dibuk lave of the Torah and we have to have the dibuk lave of the mitzvahs. But most importantly, what, Neget, what we're saying right now is this is a member of Klal Yisrael, every single one of us. We're asking HaKadosh Baruch Hu to be medabik. We should medabik our hearts to the Torah and to the mitzvahs. The great Rashiva of Baruch Martchai, who we were zeched to go to last week, and he said over the part of Kabbalah Satur is to make yourself into a kibble, to make yourself into a vessel that the Torah wants to remain there. 
the Torah wants to be at, at a, in a person who carries himself in a certain sense of propriety, in a certain propense of, of, of Kedusha, in a certain sense of Tahara. This is what a person has to, and especially a Ben Torah, has to try his must, his utmost to say, I want to be a clay kibble that the Torah wants to reside within my midst. And Rav Baruch Pavarsky, the Rashiv of Panovich, Rav Baruch Pavarsky, he says that we're hoping, we're praying that Mashiach will come. And what will happen when Mashiach will come? Mashiach will give a tremendous year. And what will we do in that year? Like it says, Eliyahu Anavi, we know, is Tishbi, Eliyahu Tishbi, Tishbi, Yetairitz, Kushius, Rabbayis, so he says, Mashiach is going to give a shir, which is going to answer up all of the difficult questions. And the Talmud Chacham, his sense is, I want to be able to go to that shir and to be able to listen to the shir and to understand the shir. This is what we hope and we pray for. So I think it's a gavalika lesson of chizuk. We see how much the Torah can permeate us, how much the Torah does permeate us, how much we're trying even under these circumstances. And our level, the Arizal says, the level that we are in is the level of the, the, the generation before Mashiach. We don't necessarily think we're on the level of the previous generations, but even in our level, the Rabbanu Shem says, Ah, chazu, chazu, bonai chavivai, de mishtachem b'tzara delohin ba'askem b'ched v'sadili. We are also zoichet to get a tremendous madrega. We know that the Rabbanu Shalom was kofalem hakigigis, and the Gemara says, Shom tehik v'raschem. If you'll be makabal the Torah, mutav. And if not, then you're going to be buried. There's many, many aspects of this elevation, of this, of this element of what Kabbalah Satur was at Har Sinai. But my Rebbe, Reb Nochem says, why is it that you're Chayiv Misa? You didn't do any Averis. It just says you didn't accept the Torah. Why should you be Chayiv Misa? So Reb Nochem Zatzal's it over and Reb Ali Baruch brings it down in the Sefer. It's not the Pshat that you're Chayiv Misa. The Pshat is that you're without Chayim. Chayim Bali Torah is Kemisa Chashuvim. It's the oxygen of life for a Jew. A Jew without the Torah is Kemisa Heim Chashuvim. If we accept the Torah, then we have the oxygen tent. And we have the oxygen tank. We were able to, that's our H2O. A Yid is part of the Torah, and the Torah is a part of him. I want to, uh, as I said before, it's going to be brief. I want to end off by saying there's so much to say, but Ayyam Katsa Malacha Maruba, a stick of Ramazim in Sefer Rus from the Sefer Rekeach. The Sefer Rekeach brings down at the end the Sefer Rus, which we're going to lay tomorrow. Ah, it says, how many times does it say the word Bayaz in the Torah? Excuse me, in, um, in Sefer Rus, it says it 20 times. That's showing us that Boyaz corresponds to Avram Avinu, who was the, the 20th generation from Adam until Noach is 10, from Noach to Avram is another 10. So it mentions Boyaz because Boyaz, he was able to what? To be able to be on the same level as Avram Avinu. That's what he brought into the world when he married Nomi. And it's also connected the Chaf Dibris. The Dibris was we have two Dibras, excuse me, we have two times the Luchas, so there's really Chaf Dibras. There's the Esser of the first Luchas and the Esser of the second Luchas. And this is what Bayaz, Bayaz brings, brings to the fore. Bayaz is the Lushan of Oiz, Ba'oiz, because it says Hashem Oiz La'ama Yitain. 
Hashem Yivarech Hashem Vashon. The Torah is the the Torah is the strength of Klai Yisrael. Boyaz is the one that brings the Indian of of eyes to the world. How many times is Nomi mentioned in Sefer Rus? Twenty one times her name is mentioned. Why? Because her name represents Neima Maseha, that her Maisim are Neima, they're pleasant. And the Dibris, we know the first letter of the Dibris is Aleph and Anoichi, and the last Dibr is Chaf. It says Asher Lereyecha, the Chaf Sofit. So again, it's Chaf Aleph. That shows Nami represents Neima Masel. She was able to incorporate the Esa Dibris. Rus, how many times is Rus mentioned in Megillus Esther? Good question. The answer is 12 times she's mentioned. Why 12 times? Because of her attaching herself to Klai Yisrael and becoming a member of Klai Yisrael and eventually Melech Mashiach, Dovna Melech comes from her. She was Neschaber to the Yud Beish Shvatim. She was Meschaber herself to the 12 Shvatim. That's why it says 12 times Rus. How many Psukim are in Sefer Rus? 85 Rabbi Zai, Big Matri Abayaz. And every Pusik, it begins with a Vav except for eight times. Eight times it doesn't mention the letter, it doesn't have a letter Vav in front of it. Why doesn't it have it? Because Rus was Nishabra Lidni Moilin. Rus marries Bayaz, who was a, a mole, Dovin Amelech's mole, the Indian of Mila. We find Sasanach and Shalarov. That's going on Dovin Amelech. So therefore, eight times it, it doesn't mention the Vav because it wants to, to teach us that Rus was Nishabir to the Indian of Ches Yomim of Mila. Just yesterday I spoke to one of the Talmudim there, Yaakov. Uh, Joey, Rabbi Yosef Friedman, who's Baruch Hashem, was able to have a, a son and a bris, and he, he apologized. He wasn't able to call because they only made the bris. He had called him the day before and said the baby's yellow, but they made it an hour before Shkia. And with Taka it was Be'ito, he was Man and Mamish. We want to give him a Mazatov, we want to give a Mazatov to all those that Simchas, uh, it should be Simchas by Klai Yisrael. The, the eight Psukim. They, the, the Rus was Makabal, Kabbalah Satayra, and this is what we are able to uh, elevate ourselves. I want to give a bracha to everybody. The Shabbos, for us, it's going to be Parashas Nasai, for you and Chutzlaritz, you're going to have a Yantif, and that we're going to be split up for a couple of weeks. But we know that the Torah is what's called Aniyim B'makim Echad Vashirim B'makim Achir. And the vast difference between us and the Uma Sa'ilam, this is really the celebration of the Yantif of Shavuos. I saw a Gavaldikit word that my friend Reb Hader Margolin told me, that it's brought down in a book written by a very Chasheva woman, that the word Nachas, we only find the word Nachas in the Jewish language. She checked up on all other languages. There's no other language that has the word Nachas. And what's the reason? Why is The answer is, that nachas is something which is a spiritual dimension. When we say, I want to have nachas, nachas from the children, nachas from our avodas hakodesh, that has to do with a spiritual dimension. By, by the non-Jewish world, everything is about simcha and oisher and pride and joy. When a child is able to go to college and gets a Harvard, a Harvard grad, we're very, very proud of it. But to say that you get nachas, Nachas is only a Yiddish term. In a similar fashion, we find a lesson of Mechutanim. 
as we mentioned, I think last week, that our granddaughter just became a kala. We have new mechutanim. What's the pshat? There's no concept of a mechutan by non-Jewish people. There's a daughter-in-law, there's a father-in-law, there's a mother-in-law. But the concept of mechutanim, that members of the same family become engaged in the same uh, element of chitun, of the wedding, that's only a Jewish concept. Because by us, it's not just the wedding. It's not just two people getting married. It's two people getting married. It's Bez Hashem, if there's, there should be Zoychet to have children. When the children are born, if there's a bris, or there's a, a, a girl, there's a kiddush, or, or a bris milah, and then there's a bar mitzvah, or a bas mitzvah, and then there's a chasna. This is really what it's all about. And we get the mechutonim are all part of the same simcha. I pointed out mechutonim and nachas have the same shayrish. Rabbi Sai, the Torah is our nachas. And the Rabbi Nishlam has nachas when he sees Klai Yisrael, chazu, chazu, bonai, chavivai, with all of the tzaras that are going on, ah, still Kla Yisrael, 3,335 years after Kabbalah Zatayra, is standing on the mountain. We want to give a bracha, that we should be zaycha, together with all of, all of Kla Yisrael. So a good yantif, and a, a nachastik Shabbos, and we should be zaycha to Mitzvah Hashem, to the coming of the Guru Shlema, where we'll be able to hear the shir from Mashiach Tzidkenu, from Meherav Yameinu Amen. Wishing everyone a wonderful yantif. Thank you very much for listening. We want to thank jfoundations.com. If you could sponsor any of our activities, it would be another way of addressing and being able to give over Torah to other people. Go on the website and show your support. Thank you very much for joining us.